Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luan, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. Can we bow our heads together as we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we give you praise. We are grateful, Father, for this day as we share your word. May you speak, may you touch, may you transform our life. Even today as we give thanks, that Lord, may you protect us, may you guide us, may your word give us understanding. We pray even today that Lord, last week we spoke about wisdom. We pray, Father, that you will preserve us, even as your word teaches us that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. We thank you, Father, for this in Jesus' name. Amen. And as well, all of our congregations across the world, we welcome you to Emmanuel Christian Church Worldwide. We thank God for his grace and his love towards us. What a joy. To be alive in our time that in the midst of hardship difficulty challenges we know that we are going to pull through i want to give all the assurance to any other person that be strong be forceful uh, be unrelenting refuse that uh, when you hear that you are infected refuse fear to come into your hearts take a stand and believe the lord for the supernatural that god will come through for you and that god will help you and my message today is entitled, All Dead People Are Still Alive. Due to the coronavirus and as well our outreach week, I want to share with you the grace that God has given to us. That all dead people are still alive. Hunting, we looked into our life and we think because somebody is dying, because somebody has died, because somebody's dead is the end of life. But I want to give you an assurance that regardless of the deaths that have been spoken about across the world, that there is a life after death. We, we have hope into eternal life. We have hope that we are going to experience and probably meet the people again. I want us to come before the Lord as we go deeper into this world. All dead people are still alive. But to both Baba as death is being spoken across the nations, as death has threatened even the most powerful. We don't even know. Sometimes you might think about yourself and think, oh, I'm strong. I gave an example that uh, uh, you will be shocked when you go to the mortuary. How many people are there? That it's not only old people, as most of us were thinking. They're receiving a stillborn children. They're still babies. They're still people that you thought they were strong and able. Uh, there are still people who are exercising every day. Exercise is good. But it's not a guarantee that you will live long. It's good to be healthy, but God is the one who gives us life. I want you to have an understanding that there is still life after death. I want to challenge everybody that you need to know where you are going. People prepare everything. People prepare for the journeys they take in life. For me to be a pastor, to be a priest, to be the person who ministers the work, I went to Bible school. I went, I was trained to do the work that I do. And I continue to train many others to make sure that they do and continue to do. The same way as whatever profession that you are in, you had to prepare yourself. It didn't just happen. It didn't just come automatically. There might be one, two people who learn the skill by themselves. But most of the time, we have to follow. We have to be with others. But before we leave, we make the decision 
If you are in South Africa, you say, I go to Bay Bridge. The distance and all of those things, you have to know, this is the provisions, these are the preparations I have. We, we prepare ourselves. It's So even today, as we come before the Lord, I want you to understand that all dead people are still alive. But to vote Baba Shulein since the Pilo. For there is a life after the Bukaya Jacobe chapter chapter 4, verse 14. The book of James, chapter 4, verse 14, I read. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time, then it vanishes away. Jacob, uh, chapter 4, Imana 14. He says, Lona, Balusa eating, Kamu Kamuso, Bupilo Jolunaki in. Your life is like a mist. The scripture that we read, it says, What is your life? What is your life? Your life is like a vapor that appears just for a season, then after that it disappears. There is a lot of mist. If you are, you are in the UK, you know what I'm talking about. If you are in South Africa, you know what I'm talking about. If you are in the US, you know what I'm talking about. Mist might deceive you. When you wake up in the morning, the whole house might be covered with a mist. But even though it's so, your life is a mist. When you look at yourself, you might think, oh, I have it together. You might think all things are going my way. But the Bible in the book of James chapter 4, 14, it says, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. Even the prophet who prophesies, he doesn't know 100% what will happen tomorrow. They were asking Jesus in the book of Acts, when will the end come? Jesus says, even myself, I do not know. This is a preview of the Father. Let the high kids to her, Bufelo Bahutali, Mijasuhabua, I did not a jackal hold you. Did not a jackal hold you. A thief doesn't prepare you. He says, I will come like a thief. A thief doesn't prepare you. You suddenly, a robber will surprise you. He gets into your house when you are relaxed. A thief comes when nobody's there. It might even your neighbor, who you were very excited to show them your house, only to find, but I didn't really like that. They have a, a longing heart for your things, for other people. And so the Bible says, What is your life? It says, For what is your life? It is even like a vapor. Your life is like a vapor that appears for a short time, just for a season. For today, you might be strong. For today, you might be the mighty. Even the mighty, they fall. Even the mighty, they are like the story of Goliath, David and Goliath. Goliath was a well-trained man, but his end came. His life, in the morning, he might have woken up and said, I will return. He might have said to his wife, I'm coming back. He might have said to his mother, I'll come with some spoils. But the end came. It's not the length of time. It's the purpose that your life fulfills. I want to live long. What is the use of living long in struggles and not fulfilling your life mission? It is a really disappointed life. Long life should be a life that is driven by the fear and the grace that God has given to you. I want to challenge you today. For a season, 
kasiba kanyana wanyelela jaka rikopana letsatsi le letsatsi mo matsatsi a mangwe ya rikopana le batho re ba botsa gore mamang o kae ba re bolelela ba re nya o nyeletse jaka mugwane motho ga salio even us ourselves when we ask of others where is so and so they tell us it's no more the person has disappeared the person has returned i want to challenge you today that you can make right with god you can be reconciled with god what is your life your life is like a vapor that appears just for a moment and from there it disappears the question is do you know where you are going i always make plans when this lockdown came i had plans there was a meeting i was supposed to attend somewhere in cape town there were people i was supposed to visit overseas already bought the tickets I've already planned my things were planned I have a calendar for a year that tells me what to do when I have planned but even though I have planned the bible tells us in the book of uh, the uh, proverbs chapter 16 that many are the plans in the man's heart gona le we dipaka nyotso bo bonitsi mo pelo nyamotso bi me bibele ya rona lere but the answer of the time come from the lord when your life there is a there is a there is an understanding that somebody is in charge but you are really not in charge of your life if you are in charge of your life you will know what will be the end of it but most of us i want to give you our televisions are flooded with funeral uh, uh, policies they are that is like this oh the corona is here people are going to that let's turn them let everybody takes a policy they have already calculated they say um, um, about 1% of south africa will pass away if ever there's no proper care then the number might explode so if the insurance companies were going to lose money they wouldn't be advertising the way they are advertising they have uh, some requirements some of them they say we cover you immediately but they know they ask you questions are you sick do you have a headache do you have this do you have that if you say yes they say we'll wait for 3 months then we'll call you back Oh, I thought you would cover me immediately. No, they don't want a loss. And this is the challenge that we have. He says, what is your life? Bupelo jokaho, botswana le muwane. Oikin fela o bona gale. Me morao ga se bakanyane. O tle o nyelene. Bupelo ba gago, botswana le muwane. Today we see you. Bona le batho ba rubetseng, bo busihong ba mabane. There are people who took a, a, a night rest yesterday. But this morning the angel did not wake them up. Lenyelo ila mudimo gala motsa ke atlegere ntsatsi le tsatsi go tsoga bana le le kakanyo e ya gore morena ke ena go tsusitse. Gona le ba tsebele ro they are more healthier than you. They have more plans than you. They can succeed and do better than you. But God has not woken them up. This morning ile le engalela le le la go motsa. Tsogara I want to challenge you today that your life is like a vapor that appears just for a moment then from there it disappears what is your life the fact that you do not see a thing doesn't mean it's not there the mist we see it when we wake up in the morning but when the sun rises the mist disappears it doesn't mean it's not there if you can look closely you can see the haze in the sun if you look closely you can see that it might not be as bright but the sun has made it to disappear the fact that you do not see a thing doesn't mean it's not there water when we boil it it becomes a vapor it disappears it changes a form but it doesn't mean water is not there hari bidi sameti meti afetoga e ba muwane mi ga gore gore medicine afedile a dile a tshentse fela bong 
Mate, the water has changed. It's no longer the water that we see. It has become a vapor that is in the atmosphere. It disappeared. It has changed form. It changed So even today, as we come before the Lord, I want you to understand that when death comes, there is a change. This is what we say, what is your life? Your life is like a vapor. During this time where there is fear, I want you to take a proper insurance. I want you to make a proper relationship. Join a society. I want you to have an understanding that you can have the assurance of God's grace upon your life. What is your life? Your life is like a vapor. Kasi bakanyana litampona. Kasi bakanyana litampona. Huto mohuena for what security of your life are you taking? The fact that you do not see a thing doesn't mean it's not there. Your life and my life, they, they are seen briefly. Rafita. Bibilire, ere, bupelbamu tu botswana lili lomo. Le kada kwenyana rele bona angu. Le akola le lomo le ebele the flowers. Litunya, linta bunke balone. But after some time, when you look at the flower, it blossoms up. But after some time, it dries up and it dies. Our life is the same. We are like a breath. You know, the breath in and out. We are like a wink of an eye. We tikinya halito. You are there and tomorrow you are not there. The Bible gives us the understanding in the book of Hebrews, Bahavera chapter 9, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. It says, For it is appointed for a man to die once, but after this, judgment. May the Lord have mercy on us. I want you to have that understanding that it is appointed for a man to die once, then after that judgment. Now, how can you die and then go to court? But the Bible says, you after death, then judgment. So it means after we come out of the body, then we are entering another avenue, which is uh, to stand a trial. We are going to be judged. And I want to take you through that journey. In the other words, you will still be alive. You will still be able to go to court. And a case will be put. And you will have to stand before a judge. Katolo yetu ako court. In other words, you will have to come and defend yourself. You will have to go to court and defend yourself. May the Lord have mercy on us. Amen. The Bible says, it is appointed for a man to die, then to go to court, then judgment. So here we are taking court, you must defend. Renale, Batudi, so You have to have and then you have to defend yourself in court. Jesus is our great advocate. Amen. All dead people are still alive. But what Life, death, then judgment. Bupelo. Lusu katolo. Bupelo. Lusu katolo. Jakari bakanyeta dilote dinte. Rilo katandong. 
Lilina Bale Rilim Mokolore, Jacoba to Barabola Lahore, Hey Reka, Tena Mo Society, Reka, a policy, buy a policy for in case you die. It's a good advice that you want to be buried in dignity. But what use will it be if you die and only to perish? Because you didn't prepare yourself where you are going. Most people, they find their life not being so pleasant. Not that opportunities were not given to them. But when opportunities were given to them, they squandered their opportunity. God always gives us time. God always speaks to us. God always directs us as how we should lead our life. But most of us, we like shortcuts. Oh, we love the shortcut. Oh, we love everything that cuts the cost. We like it. There is a thing that is said that cheap buying is expensive buying. But we like all the shortcuts because we think we are smarter than those who are ahead of us. There is a story that I would like to tell you. The story tells us about a man, as most of us like shortcuts, who decided he was going to another section of the township. When I am home, I enter from Atrishville, possibly Ayasolsville. But there was a graveyard. He was moving from one section of town to the other side. But as we know, we have graveyards in the city center. Here in Pretoria, right in the city center, we have one of the biggest graveyards. Government has tried to fence it. People always break the fence because they want the shortcuts. And so people will run or walk through the graves. They are not afraid. And so this person decided he wanted to go to the other side. a shortcut. I'm going to go the other side. Which, when you look at it, is a good plan. And as he was going, he started, there were tombstones, headstones that he was reading. And these headstones had very pleasant, edifying messages. When this person went through the graveyard, he found revelation on one of the stones, he found revelation 14 verse 13. And this is how it reads. It says, Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labor, and their works will follow them. Hallelujah. What kind of works do you have? There are a lot of people who will tell you, I'm a very nice person naturally. There's nothing like that. We are all fallen beings. I was talking, I went to a hotel one day. Uh, we had a conference. So we're hosting people. I took a, this guest speaker. Before he arrived, I went to the, to the hotel to finalize, to make sure that all the little things are in order. This guest speaker will not be embarrassed. All ourselves will be embarrassed because we didn't pay or do other things. And when I arrive at the hotel, they know my face, they are used to me uh, because we use the hotel frequently. And uh, the young, one of them comes to our church and they were very happy, greeted me well. And I started sharing as always about the love of God in Jesus Christ. And the young man says, me, I go to church. And I started to tell him, it's not about going to church.
I looked at him. When I looked at this young man, young man, I realized that he did not understand what he was talking about. And I said to him, the Ten Commandments were not meant for men to keep. They are impossible. No one can keep the Ten Commandments. We teach them. They are the basis of universal law. The Ten Commandments of Moses, they are the basis of the universal law. Every country, wherever you find people, they will use those basic as a basic tenants to build their, their regulations and rules. And this young man said to me, I keep the Ten Commandments. And I looked at everybody else, I shook my head, I said, it's impossible. And God, you may look at me, you know, all these things are necessary. But this young man made an error. When he said that, I said to him, I want to test your genuineness and your truth. Have you ever lied in your life? He started looking around. The young girls were starting to giggle. I said, have you lied before? He didn't answer. I said, I didn't expect you to answer because all of us are liars. I looked at him. I said, have you stolen before? You righteous man who says you don't need Jesus. Because that's what was his argument. And I said, have you stolen before? He looked at me. His eyes were running. The girls were laughing. I say all of us, a child who's just a baby, the child will steal. They do things that in their conscience they know they are not correct. They might not understand. They might not do it intentionally. But they will hide. But they will hide. This is how we steal. Lying. It's like it's our second trait, it's our second nature. So after we spoke, I said, have you envied anyone? Have you envied after somebody's things? Have you desired other people's things? And at the end, he had to surrender. And I want to bring the same to you, that none of us is perfect. None of us will make it. If we were to follow that dictate, none of us will make it. It is by the grace of God. It is through the blood of Jesus that our sins are forgiven. It's through the love of God that we are made right. No one can make himself right. No one, even the person that claims that is quiet, you will even be shocked that that quiet one is the one that's engaged in many things. Many years ago, we buried a young boy. Everybody said he was quiet. But the boy was a serious criminal. His parents, before he was buried, they had to beg his gang not to shoot during during the, the, the funeral. To say we don't mind that you want to salute him. But please. Please. We are mourning. We are going through pain. You can do your things. But please honor us to have our solace. Let's leave. If you want to do your thing. After we have left you can do your thing. And this, this is the challenge. That I want to bring to you. That when this young man said. I am right. I tried to prove to him. That all men are sinners. All of us, the Bible says, we have come short of the glory of God. All men have sinned and come short of the glory. All dead people are still alive. The Bible says, as this man was, uh, uh, the story that I'm telling, as this man was taking a shot, a shot he read this, he said, I heard a voice, said, right, blessed are those who die, who die in the Lord. When you die, Will you die in the Lord? As we, we, we hear the many things that people are talking about, the coronavirus, its effectiveness, its ability to destroy lives of people. We have been praying. We are coming against it. We are coming against fear. We are coming against false propaganda and all the false things that people are posting on our, on our Facebook, on our WhatsApp, and any other platform to try. And some of them genuinely want to help, but others, they just want to create panic. I want you to understand that your life can be secured in God. You don't have to worry about it. When your life is secured, you don't have to worry about it. If you know you are loved, you don't have to chase after your wife. You don't always have to chase after your husband. If your husband is standing with a young woman, you don't have to think, oh, what is he saying to them? If your, your wife is standing with some pretty, hank, hank, hanky man, uh, you, are, you are wondering, hmm, I wonder what is the man saying? 
Then the poor woman, the poor husband, his cell phone, they will be fighting. No, 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 no. I don't care. In my house, everybody touches my cell phone. I have no issue. They have made their own calls on my phone. When I, the other day, I wanted to check one of my kids. Uh, they didn't even give me their, their, their phone. But they have access to my phone anytime. Can you imagine? I want us to come before the Lord as we, we look into ourselves. The Bible says, The he started to start after he read the first verse in the book of Revelation 14 13. He became interested and he started to read all the other stones. And he saw a stone written, Rest in peace, with some folded arms or a hands clenched together in a harmonious, prayerful way. And the verse that was quoted there was the book of Philippians chapter 1. But Philippi, Philippians chapter 1, <coughs> excuse me, Philippians chapter 1, verse 21, it says, For to me to live is Christ, for na hopela kikreste, and to die is gain. It says, hopela kikreste, me hoswa kilitoto. He was looking at himself to say, for me to leave this guy. So this man says, wow, I'm going to read this rose. I'll always take different parts of the graveyard so that I can always be edified as I go through the graveyard. Life always catches when we don't expect to catch us. And this man continued, and as he did, he saw another one, another stone, and it was written, I was once like you. I was once like you, you will soon be like me. All of us believe that we are strong, we live forever. Even because it's Aruna, we say to them, Rabbi Kids, that oh, Kosi, Silala Buama Ruri. But Kosi, I know what you mean. And the earthly king believes he's invisible. But unfortunately, this man wrote, I was bad as you are, I did horrible things as you are, and you are soon going to be like me, six feet under. Uh, Maybe cremated. Today they are thinking about cremation because of the disease. I was once like you, and you will soon be like me. The man was shocked. There are people today, Baba Lila, across the world. How they are going to live their life. How excellent their life is going to be. The plans they have together. And those plans has come to nothing. During this time, I've had few of my friends, pastors, who had their loved ones pass on. I have a young, young, strong, powerful pastor who passed away. Not because of the corona, but other things that caused his death. I want to challenge you today. That our life is like a vapor. If you have no purpose, you live recklessly. It's my life. Usually when I hear the song, it's my life, I say, it's borrowed. There is a day God is going to demand an account of your own life. What did you do with your life? How did you live your life? Most people think they are nice, but they are full of bitterness. They, they think they are right. They, they don't forgive others. When you read the book of Matthew chapter 10, Matthew 6 from verse 10, verse 9, the Bible tells us that, uh, when we, we do the Lord's prayer, it says, forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. When you don't forgive anyone, your list is forever present in front of you. Every time people pass before you, you remember their oldest sin. But you expect to be forgiven. 
You expect things to be made right. Today you can come before the Lord. Your sins can be forgiven. Today you can come before the Lord. Things can be made right for you. Hallelujah. I was once like you. You will soon be like me. It's going to be a judgment. At the end of life, there's going to be a judgment. All dead people are still alive. They are either in heaven or in hell. They are either, all people are still alive. They, they are either in heaven. The Bible says life, death, then judgment. We, we have to prepare where we are going. The book of Isaiah chapter 14, verse 9 to 11. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 9 to 11. Can we and try and get deeper into it? It says, hell from beneath is excited about you. The Bible in the book of Luke chapter 16 tells us about Lazarus and the rich man. He says Lazarus was a poor man who stood and always was by the gate of the rich man, hoping as, he, as the rich man was eating well and his children were eating half of the meals, he would always dump it in the dustbin and never care for the next person. Like now, during the time of the corona, if there are excesses, remember there are others. But this man, the rich man, they didn't care much about Lazarus. And the Bible tells us, Lazarus had sores. Lazarus was sick. The dogs will come. His nurse and his doctor was the dogs. They will come and lick the pass. This is what the Bible says here. Hair from the beneath. But the Bible says the angels came and lifted Lazarus. To Abraham's bosom. We, we talked about this during the Easter. You can listen to our Easter message. It will give you a very clear picture. And when Lazarus experienced that. He was carried to Abraham's bosom. But the Bible tells us. Soon afterward. The rich man as well died. The Bible doesn't tell us. That the rich man did anything. Was, was the rich man a womanizer? Was the rich man a thief? Was he a gang member? Or whatever. The only judgment that the rich man suffered is because he cared not much about God, nor did he care about his own life. Now, the book of Jeremiah, sorry, Isaiah chapter chapter 14, verse, verse 9 to 11, it says, Hell from beneath is excited about you to meet you at your coming. It stirs up the dead for you. All the the chief ones of the earth, it has raised up their thrones. All the kings of the nations, they shall, they all shall speak and say to you, have you also become as weak as we are? This is why we say hell is for the weak people. Have you as well? God is looking at you, the life in the flesh that we have, we live it now by faith in the Son of God. That is Jesus Christ. You, if you live your life for yourself, when end comes, you will experience hardship, difficulty. The rich man died. He was shocked. The Bible says he was buried. He was not taken by angels. He was buried. The book of Luke 16. It says he was buried. He was shocked when he opened his eyes. I thought he was buried with his eyes. How can your eyes see while you are dead? The Bible says he cried, Father Abraham, please. Can you, can you ask Lazarus? You know, when you are rich, you send people around. So, Lazarus 
There's no value whatsoever. When a person is dead and he's transported across the seas in a ship or in a plane, they ride on the coffin cargo of no value. Useless cargo. Don't even try and open. Useless. chicken. You know, you need to go to the butcher and see how they do postmortem. Just chicken. That's it. Cold, useless. May the Lord have arm. I'm the man who can I'm the man who can't 
Let me close as we come to the close of our meeting. I want to challenge you today that this is the verse that says, it's the pomp, your pride has come down to the place of the dead and the sound of your string instrument. Uh, the maggots they are waiting for you like a bed worms are waiting for you like a bed he says worms cover your bed may the Lord have mercy hell was not made for Satan was not made for man was made for Satan there are pictures where you see a figure of a, of a, of a more like a human dragon whatever with a spear you know fog to as if they represent hell that's not true satan hell was made for satan satan so never believe that satan is in charge of hell is a lie the, the rich man said something to Abraham, says, Father, Father Abraham, I've got five brothers. If they die, they're coming this way. They are living exactly the same way as I've lived. Please, let Lazarus resurrect from the dead so that when he resurrects, the people will believe. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. I've seen miracles. Even the people that I killed, they end up leaving the church. They don't stay. Even the people that God has shown kindness, they end up backsliding because they have received life, a second chance to life, and then they abandon the cause of loving God. I want to challenge you today. The book of Romans 3.23, it says, All have sinned and fall short of the door. And Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. All the societies that we have preparing for burials and deaths, I want you to prepare for eternal life. I want you to be rest assured that I've made right with God. I've, I've made my way right with God. I have peace with God and I have peace with men. I've, I've prepared my ways and I'm sure I will meet my Redeemer. I'm sure Kakopana Lee one sweet saying Kakopana little rat lap liame morena Jesu. Hallelujah. Then my last scripture uh, by the will of God, Revelation eleven uh, chapter twenty, verse eleven to fifteen, as we round up, it says, I saw a great white throne, uh, and him who sat on it, Kawana Sitilo, Sesukolo, Sakatolo, Sesusweu, me a great white throne. It says, and says, and those and from whose face the earth and the heaven fled. And there was found no place for them. The, the land, this, this, this earth and heaven, there, there was no place for them anymore. And I saw the dead small and great, standing before God. Books were opened. These people, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. Another book. There were books opened, and as the books were open, the book of the Yabula, Yabu, the book of the Butu, Huamula, book of Emwe, and the book of Yabu Pelo, Boba Safele, the book of life, and the dead were judged according to their works. You remember the verse that we read, blessed revelation, it says, Blessed are those who die and they die in the Lord, their works will follow them. And here it gives us, it says, Another book was opened, and they were judged according to their works. By the things which were written in the books, the sea gave up the dead who were in them, and the death, and death and Hades, Luso, Lumabita, and Elana, Kabaubasule, Mabulkule, Mohone. And they were judged each one according to his works. Then 
Death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. That is the one that we are saying. That's where Satan is as well. He's cast into that lake of fire. This is the second death. chapter 14. It says it is appointed for men. The book of Revelation uh, of Hebrews. It says it is appointed for a man to die once. And then after that judgment. And here it tells us the second death. It says, and this is the second death. Anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Anyone not found his name written in the book of life. We are going to pray. Today you can receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. As I lead this prayer and you want to lead the prayer, you want your sins to be forgiven, you want the assurance that when death comes, your life will be safe in the hands of God. I'm going to lead in prayer. In my Facebook connection, uh, in every platform that you are hearing us, you are welcome. Can you follow me? Can you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you today for your grace and your love. Today, I recognize I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. Lord, forgive me all my sins. Today, I receive you, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and my Savior. I thank you, Father, that all things, the sins I've committed, the evil things I've done, they are passing away. With my own mouth, I speak that Jesus Christ is Lord. With my own heart, I believe that you raised him from the dead. Thank you, Father. For this salvation in Jesus' name. We give thanks to the Lord. The Bible says if we make this prayer, we will be saved. And will be born again. It is my prayer. If you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have made this prayer, please send to the different platforms that you would, even those that have invited you, send back and say, I've made the decision so that we can be able to follow you up. We can be able to so that you can receive the support that is necessary for you to grow. Can we just pray together for healing? If you are sick, touch any part of your body that is painful, I'm going to pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, today. From the crown of their head, we thank you, Father, for healing and restoration. In the name of Jesus, receive your healing now. In Jesus' name, amen. May you be healed. Please do send us the testimonies. I believe God has healed you. I believe God has touched your life. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May the Lord give you peace.